Gate 14 podcast and a, ter- a terrible homestand. Uh, I'm just joined with Avery. JR is in Cali, living the dream, living the Vila Loca. Uh, you know what he does. Uh, Avery, how you doing, man? Good. Big day today. We had the uh, the old owner's box fantasy football draft. Johnny was in the office. I don't know if you're much of a uh, desk and keyboard type guy. I don't really take you for a guy like that, but it's good to have you around, you know, shooting the shit, uh, getting some football takes out. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know how you just sit in an office. Um, and yeah, it, I guess you're like, it's sports doesn't really feel like a job. So I understand that aspect of it, but it's just, you, you guys don't like go out, like you guys don't do anything. Eh? Like it's always just sitting down. That's it. Pretty much sitting down and writing and shit. Okay. I can respect that. Yeah. No, I guess. Yeah. I was sick. I mean, I, I won the draft had a couple votes for me, I think actually, um, on the Twitter poll. So yeah, watch that, watch that video when it comes out. I'll, uh, on the de- box YouTube. Yeah, I'll definitely put it in uh, the Gate 14, like Insta um, stories for sure. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be up for a while. I'm pretty sure, right? I mean, we got we have Skylar coming back, and she's a workhorse, so maybe she'll get it out by like Monday or Tuesday. Okay, I can respect that. Yeah. So yeah, just be looking on lookout for that. So another couple of news I wanted to announce this right off the bat. So uh, the thick Jesus shirts, uh, which are a hit um 300 likes i believe we hit that yesterday or today um i think they're going to be dropping early next week i gotta wait for jr on it obviously but that's gonna be dropping early next week and we will be um the shirts are being shipped so i i paid for the shipping and stuff like that i believe today the shirts got out so they will be expect them sometime next week by canada post uh, for the Canadian people, for the American, it might take a couple, di- couple longer, a couple days longer, but they will be shipped out next week. So yeah, for the big news, so we're going to be having like a pretty decent amount of line of uh, the new shirts. So the Thick Jesus ones are the first edition. We probably will only sell those once. Maybe we'll see how popular they are. If they're popular, we'll bring them back. Uh, it's going to be an exclusive drop. And then obviously, if the listeners of the podcast know us, I've name dropped a million times. Danny Jansen. We're going to be doing a shirt with Danny Jansen that will be dropping that he's going to be wearing. His whole family's going to be getting it. Uh, I am close with him, like I mentioned, so it will be awesome. I'm hoping he gets to wear it in BP or something like that, kind of show us some love. But we will be doing that, uh, so stay on lookout for that. But the Thick Jesus ones, the only the only, re- the only way we can, we can be able to do the, the J- Danny Jansen ones is if we sell a lot of the Thick Jesus ones. I know you guys love them. They're fire. The design, Cam killed it with the design. So be on the lookout for the Thick Jesus shirts. Order, order, order. They're going to be cheap. We're not making any money off of this, people. All right, we just got the, we just got the the quote for like the shipping and the hoodies and the t-shirts. We didn't make a dime, not one fucking dime. We might have lost money, but I think we did lose money. But that's we did okay. lose money. We did lose money. But that's fine. But um, yeah. So just make sure you guys are running it up with the thick Jesus shirts, please. Like, because I want you guys to be rip repping that shit at Jay's games. People are gonna be looking at you like that shirt's fucking fire because it is. The logo's unreal. So make sure you guys do that and. Uh, Another thing, another, another big news before we get into the series and all type of stuff. Nate Pearson, another good friend of mine, will be coming on the podcast. That is, uh, it is a shame that our good friend Jeremy Roach is not here because he he was fu- you sent. Well, the text exchange was pretty funny that you had between me and it. Nate. Yeah, yeah. I, I so what I did is I sent him that picture that was sent to us by a fan. Sorry, the video, and uh, Nate's like, "Oh, that's funny as fuck. Like that. Like that's a funny. Like that's that's a great pick." Or whatever, I think, or a great video. Like, that's hilarious. And I said, listen, man, this podcast is pretty big. Like, let's get you on it. Uh, we have a pretty decent amount of listeners. He's like, yeah. I, and he said he's going to come on when he's back in the mix. So I'm assuming he's doing a couple of rehab stuff right now, pitching in like AAA. But he will be back soon, he said. So um, the Nate Pearson Gate 14 collab will be happening. And it will be a ton of funny clips from JR. I can't wait to hear what JR asks him. <laughs> It is going to be like a kid in a candy shop fucking JR talking to Nate Pearson. But I think I think the, the shirt after um, the Dan Jansen one should definitely be like um, Nate Pearson collab where he has a fucking like plane as his arm or a fucking rocket ship for a right arm. Something yeah, like, like that. he's yeah, it's like his rocket. Yeah, his arms like a rocket ship. So, yeah. yeah, we had to talk about that. And the next thing, obviously, well, let's go into the series now. Two people had sex at the Rogers Center. Uh, um an all-time visual. Uh, if you listen, if you're listening to this podcast, like I said, we have a massive reach. If you know these people, ask them to come on this podcast. We will make it anonymous. We will not release their information. 
Well, I don't but, know how to make it anonymous, but well, I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll just blur their face or we'll just we just won't show them on the YouTube. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll just have it as like the background, like like we did with uh, when we had T-Mac or someone on it. Right. We just did not show T-Mac's face. He was just like we uh, did have T-Mac on there, but it didn't look like professionally done. Yeah, but we can add them. You're right. We can do this. Yeah. So we need those people on. Uh, so if you know them, re- reach out, feel free. Um, let, let them know the gate 14 boys are knocking on the door. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we got to uh, go into it. Like it was crazy. Yeah, we got it. We'll talk about it. They were it in was, the aisle, dude. They weren't like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm looking at the picture right now. Um, so the, I thought they were in their designate. I thought they were in a seat. Yes. They weren't. No, they were. So they were on the walkway. It looked like they were um, at some part where they were kind of blocked off to the half, the other part of the stadium. Yeah. Yes. There was like a wall there. I don't know where that was. Obviously in the 500 somewhere, but um, they thought they could get away with it. And they just have a full on picture of her just riding this guy in the fucking 500s. And it's the story of the week. I just don't know how fucked in the head you have to be to have sex listen i'm all for it listen if you're having sex good for you congrats on the sex this is a sex positive podcast this is a sex positive podcast of course but you do realize the roger center has cameras everywhere and security strictly watching these can't like you can't just get away with that shit all right like if you're fucking up there you're gonna get seen and by the way the jays games are a pretty packed place in general and I think that well, that was the Monday game, so maybe it wasn't that packed. But people are going to see. You don't think people look around when they're in their fucking seats? Like, that was just – and the fact that they didn't get charged, which I read later in the article, is crazy to me. Because let's say a child sees that. If you are pissing in public and a child walks – or whatever, you can get a pretty decent ticket for that stuff. So if you can fuck in the Rogers Center, let's why, – why don't we all just fuck in the Rogers Center? Why not? Why don't fucking uh, mattress firm sponsor the fuck shack in the Rogers Center if that's that's what it's all about? I just I couldn't believe it. I saw the picture and I was like, oh, my God. Like, by the way, the guy had to just be unbelievably horny, first of all, like (laughs) to just maybe it was the girl. I don't know. Like I said, we're a pro sex podcast, but it is the funniest thing of all time. And the Jays won that game. So I guess it was positive, but. Do you think, here's a question. Do you think people have fucked at the Rogers Center before and have gotten away with it? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say no. Like in the stands? Yeah. No, no chance. Yeah. No chance. I would say over 50 times probably it's happened. <laughs> no, no fucking chance. Are you dumb? Dude, How? 1992. And that's when the Rogers Center opened, right? That's the Sky Dome, though. I'm saying the Rogers Center. Oh, the, I don't even. I don't know that. I got you on a technicality. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> because there's always camera, like camera phones and shit, man. Well, you can't do anything nowadays. I don't know, man. The the Blackberries weren't taking great video back in the day, so. And there was no one at the Jays games when they sucked. Like, look, there's still security guards working, though. I don't know the camera things are true. In the 500, like, where the fuck do they have, um, like, surveillance cameras? I'm telling, there has to be surveillance cameras. It's like, you you would think so. But, like, I've never looked up, like, at the top of the 500s and been like, there's a a security camera there. I also not, like, searching for security cameras, to be honest. Yeah, well, that goes to show the type of guy you are, I guess, eh? Just yeah, looking around in the 500. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, it, it's just good for the guy. Congrats on the sex. If anyone that listens to this podcast knows, I'm assuming their identity is just impossible to get a hold of because um, a lot of the faces were blurred. But if you were at that, if you were Did in you that say section, ages of these people or like anything no, about them in the story, I'm hoping they were above the age of 18 because that's when consensual sex should be happening. <laughs> but uh (laughs) it is it's congrats man i mean what if she wanted to do it and he didn't want to do it then good for her on the sex congrats on the sex um it's just it was just really fun i so i i saw the first picture of when they were like escorting them out there was no one up there 
there to wasn't be fair there was no one but them up there yeah no there wasn't anyone up there it's just the visual is just so funny to me it's crazy so i just we had to talk about that i mean the guy was, was lying down on the stairs it is like if they thought they wouldn't get caught they are the dumbest human beings of all time right yeah one a and one b for sure like it's the most it's just crazy, especially with now, like there's phones. Everyone has a fucking phone, like a four year old has a phone nowadays, so they could just pull it out and record you. So I don't we're not pro sex of the Rogers Center. We're a, we're a non pro sex of the Rogers Center um, type of podcast. So I just wanted to make that clear. That was what we had to talk about for the series. But this home's like we got to talk about this. I mean, the homestand was embarrassing, like two and four against the Angels and Cubs is fucking pathetic, dude. We Holy won. shit. Oh, yeah. We only won. Fuck. That's really bad. Two and four against the Angels and Cubs. Like, if they would have won this game, it would have softened the blow a little bit. Like, I'd have been like, all right, I guess three and three, which is fine if you don't look at the fact that they got swept against the Angels. But fucking two, two and one against the Cubs and then 0 and three against the Angels is embarrassing. Like, is embarrassing, especially now because the Orioles won tonight and the Rays won tonight. Yeah, so it's man, like, uh, and the Mariners won. Well, of course, everyone's going to fucking win when we lose. But then we play the Pirates, and then after that, I'm pretty sure it's, it's just race. teams over 500 for the rest of the season, pretty much. So it could be an all-time collapse here if we play how we have played against teams over 500. Oh, 100%. And it, it sucks because I genuinely was like, man, this is a time you could just, like, separate yourself and go to the Pittsburgh and just dog walk the Pirates because they stink. But – now it's like, man, if we don't sweep the Pirates, it's like, holy fuck, we have five against the Rays coming up. So, fuck, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'll be honest with you, man. It scares the fuck out of me because I'm pretty sure it's in Tropicana, right? I think it is. So uh, that's No, no, great. it's here. The five-game series is here? Yeah, because we play, We have um, – I see people tweeting about Looney Dogs on a doubleheader day on Tuesday, how we might surpass 1,000 hot dogs eaten. So where are they at next week? Oh, they're in Baltimore. Sorry. So it goes Pirates, Baltimore for four, Rangers for three, and then they come back to the Rogers Center for a five-game series against the Rays, and then the Orioles, and then the then they go to Philly. Wow. This is a fucking impossible schedule. Holy shit. Pirates, Orioles, Rangers, Rays, Orioles, Phillies, Rays, Yankees, Red Sox, Orioles. We're cooked, brother. Oh, my God. And let's do some basic math. So what is the Jays record? Oh, this is not a pro math podcast. But no, because I, I, I was I was jotting it down in the car. So they're 70 and 59, right? Or sure. 70 and 60 now. So that's 130 games. Let's say 92 is what makes is what guarantees 70, you. What, 70 and 59. 70 and 59. Okay. So let's say 92 gets you to the playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, so the Jays would have to go. 22 and 11. The Jays would have to go 22 and 11 against, like I mentioned, the Pirates, Orioles, Rangers, Rays, Orioles, Phillies, Rays, Yankees, Red Sox, Orioles. So they have to go 22 and 11 against maybe one of the hardest remaining schedules in baseball. Listen, I'm trying to be optimistic, but that is fucking, that is tough. And the the worst part is there's so many Orioles games who we're going to be, if we uh, fall back a little bit, that's who we're directly competing with for yeah like a wild card three, wild card two slot. Yeah. So you are making up and losing games at like a one-to-one stretch at that point, right? Because you're facing the team. So uh, no shenanigans with games remaining and stuff like that when you're playing them teams head-to-head. So it's tough. It's not it's not a cakewalk, man. The rest of the schedule. We are a better team than the Orioles. Like yeah, hundred percent. But you can't also overlook like that Phillies series. Oh, I know it's a two game set, but the Phillies are fucking nasty. I know they struggled against the Diamondbacks, but wow, man, that team is all like Harper back I mean, now too. We're gonna get Nola, and we're gonna get uh, Wheeler. Or is Wheeler even fucking pitching these? We're gonna get their best pitchers somehow, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. It's just that's how the cookie crumbles here in Jay's land. But yeah, I mean, we can look at the positives, though. I mean, let's talk about the positives here. Uh, Jordan Romano, man, 
I, I mentioned it to you earlier today, Dave. Uh, Jordan Romano in the month of August can, is making a serious – I know this uh, August is over now, but he's making a serious, serious case for reliever of the month. And I know there's a, tough, a ton of guys that are probably competing with him, like Felix Bautista, um, Munoz on the uh, Mariners. But let's look at his stats here in August. I mean, 11 innings, two earned runs, 1.54 ERA, 11 punchies, one point, or 163 opponent average, .86 whip. That's going to play. That's going to play four saves. So... Romano's been lights out, man. In August, he's turning into that guy. I know he maybe there's some of that fatigue that was cl- like tapping in there a little bit earlier in July and stuff like that. But he's all the way back. I did have some concerns about him, but he's all the way back. That's what I, that's what I'm looking at right now is the uh, is his velo. So I'll go from his Monday game. Because Tuesday obviously pitched back to back days, but his average uh, velocity on his fastball, he only threw seven of them, was ninety eight point six. Wow. When he starts to struggle, it's like it's 95 and we thought the fatigue would set in. But one of the big things to uh, look at is like a called strike and whiff percentage. So how many times someone's taking a called strike or they're swinging through it. You just look at his month and it has been really, really good. Um, 30%. So 30% is really good. He has a bunch like bunch of 30s and a couple 40s mixed in here of call strike whiff rate in this month so he's been really good expected average um in all of his appearances in august only two of them were over 200 in his appearances so i mean the expected stats are also saying that he's had really good stuff so it's nice to see ramon do some uh have a nice little month here too yeah and i i, I gotta talk about tim Mesa. listen this dude has been so so sorry since he got back from injury. I mean, I'm going to pull up his stats here. Let's see Tim I thought Mesa. he looked good tonight, but Monday they brought him in, and then they immediately hit that double in the gap, right? Yeah, that was when the Jays were up one, I believe, or two. Like, Tim Mesa, looking at his advanced stats, or not advanced stats, just month by month here. In the month of August, he has a 579 ERA. So four innings, three earned runs, two home runs, four strikeouts, 333 opponent average. Terrible in the month of August. Terrible. In July, he had a 150 RA. It was great. And then he got injured, and then he started struggling. Because um, I know, obviously, he got injured in Minnesota, then he didn't pitch till the 24th. But, yeah, dude, he, he's been bad. Like, this month was a terrible. This is a month you got to put behind you because he was terrible. He was so bad. Uh, yeah, I'm going to look at some of his stat cast numbers. So, I mean, they don't look that different. Oh, here it is. So 2018, he has a strikeout, strikeout rate of 26%. 2019, 24%. Last year, 27%. And then this year, it's 18.9%. So he just can't he can't get any swings and misses, pretty much. You're expected weighted on base average against of 335. That so what do you think it is? Like, I just think he's not locating his stuff. Like, he looks pretty wild when he's up there now. You I don't know. Did. Yeah, I don't. Because the walk rate isn't crazy. 6.3% is pretty good, actually. But he has the 236th worst called strike and whiff rate. So, I don't know how many fucking pitchers are in baseball, but that's not great. Not great at all. Really not great. But, I mean... He, yeah, he, he hasn't been good. That's just plain and simple. He has no, his best left on base percentage of his career. It's not close. Yeah. It's just insane. I, I'm so mad they lost tonight, dude. I really am. I can't. I. It's like, come on. you. John Farrell's fucking son on the mound. And this, like, who has a five ERA in AAA, dare I say. They shelled him last year when he played for Minnesota here. Really? I don't even remember that. Yeah, that's – he was just been ter- – I mean, that was fucking horrible. It really was. It was – it's the thing we do again. Um, this, I believe, is the 11th time now the Blue Jays have been able or tried to go for a sweep and cannot complete it. That's 11 wins. Like, if you, half of that, where are we in the standings if we add five more wins? when we were fucking teams on the ropes down and out, maybe they play harder. Talk myself out of that, but yeah, 
Yeah. That's a lot. Like good team it, sweep. I, we forgot to talk about this last episode, by the way, the Zach Hample situation. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. And listen, I, 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 I thought caught, we did talk about it. No, for like a second. I, I caught a lot of the strays on the efficient official pod TikTok. I made a video about it. And the Zach Hample truthers on on this planet, Avery, are fucking wild. Like wild. So for the people that don't know, so Zach Campbell made a YouTube Who video. Who do you think that group of people is, though? Like, what's the demographic? A bunch of little a little virgins that just Zach. If Zach Campbell is your hero, you like you have serious, serious issues, serious issues. And I think he was trolling Blue Jays fans, by the way. Yeah, he was. You kept thinking he was going to be there, but it's because Marcus Stroman chirped him. Is why he's saying he was going to be a Blue Jays fan for that day. Oh, oh, I'm very dumb. <laughs> yikes all right that's on me holy so shit i was i didn't want to correct you because i i like you chirping zach hample i think it's really funny he's just such a loot like he's just such a pathetic loser i was i was hoping he saw my tiktok and responded so then i would just have like the brigade of people just body bagging him didn't he respond to one of them before no he's never responded to me unfortunately oh, I, thought he, I thought he did the gate 14 one when he made up the story no oh did he I don't think so. No, I'm thinking Ben Verlander. Ben Verlander responded. But another guy that we got to talk about, he had a home run tonight, uh, Kevin Biggio. Uh, he is turned into an auto out at the bottom of the order. An auto out at the bottom of the order. I'm not going to make that You're, excuse thing. Why like, are you saying he turned into that? That's who he is. Okay, I guess that's true. But I'm not going to say, oh, he wouldn't be anywhere without his dad. Listen, he's good at getting on base. But his last 7, 15, 20 games have been a fucking embarrassment. In his last seven games, he's hitting 176. Last 15, 189. Last 30, 186. And I know, I know average doesn't mean every, any, everything. All right. So let me bring up the on base percentage 263, 262, 245. Can we stop with the fucking narrative that Kevin Biggio is some sort of goddess? at getting on base can we please stop with that can we stop with that (laughs) it's crazy yeah yeah let's see where this august ranks okay it's midway 94 way to runs created plus and a 298 wobo isn't bad this month but his july was horrible his july was worse in his 20 his this year, June was the second best month of his whole career. Really? Yeah, he hit 271. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to add that into the clip. I'm just going to keep the narrative that I had that he's terrible and yeah, not at all. He's not great at all. Like, and what is the gripe that John Schneider has with Whit Merrifield? Listen, I know Whit Merrifield has been struggling with the Toronto Blue Jays, like I've stated multiple times on this podcast. It is very, very hard, though, to get in a groove in Major League Baseball when you're not playing every single day. What is the obsession with having Kevin Biggio over a, a vet that has been in the playoffs, that has been had success in Major Leagues, starting Kevin Biggio over this dude? Whit Merrifield can play every single position Kevin Biggio could play, arguably better. So why is Kevin Biggio playing over Whit Merrifield? Why? That's an interesting point. I'm pretty sure Whit Merrifield hasn't missed a game like the last three years. So when you bring him somewhere for a guy who's like a leadoff two hitter for the Royals, and now he comes here and you're playing every other day, you, that is tough on you. It's a little different. It's like how we we looked at some players when they got the short spring training and they came out and struggled. It's like you're just out of your rhythm. So Whit, it's going to be tough for as well. It's definitely going to be tough for. I, I just I don't understand it. Like it's like. So, first of all, you have a dog shit trade deadline, and we'll talk about Mitch White after this. Oh, God. And you pick up Whit Merrifield. Fine. Presence to fill those holes that you guys need, I guess, with if George Springer's injured. But you don't even fucking play the guy. You're playing. Calvin Biggio, I just brought up his stats. I just brought up his stats. He has been horrible. And, and Whit Merrifield is clearly like he's an MLB all-star. He's had success. Why not let this guy play every day? And give him a chance here. The J- John Schneider hasn't given him a chance. He's giving his old butt buddy, Kevin Biggio, chances because he fucking came up to the system with him. Um, yeah, we- weird because I'm looking at these stats again. I thought Kevin had been maybe better in the second half, but he's just not been anywhere close to as good. 
Um, way to runs created plus of like 73 in the second half. Sorry, 82 in the second half, 112 in the first half. He's been he's been very bad. Who? Kevin Biggio. So yeah. it's like, I don't get why we're doing it. Credit to me for bringing up that point, by the way. Yeah. Credit to me. I, I just thought about I mean, it. Kevin Biggio is just... hitting 203 in the second half with a 284 on base percentage. But we're starting him over Whit Merrifield. I don't get it. Let Whit Merrifield cook, man. You, This is the only, the big acquisition you got at the fucking deadline. Why not let him cook? It's fucking crazy, man. I don't understand it. Yeah, I, like, got, I, got, I got nothing for the whole Whit Merrifield thing. We haven't seen Espinal cook much. Um, Kirk had struggled a lot recent up until then, and Jano was hot a little bit. So it feels like the team isn't meshing at the right time together. It's like some guys are going hot and some guys I'm hoping going. it happens in the month of September. I we, really am. I mean, we, we have one month left for them to figure the fuck out. It is. We have one month left to figure it out, but let's talk about Mitch White. Um, breaking news, the Gate 14 podcast is officially all out. Chips are – I'm all out on Mitch White. He, tonight – was nothing short of horrific. And I know the Angels game, right? All right, uh, Angels game, I guess you can make up for it. It was like a couple errors, stuff like that. I didn't I didn't fault him on that as much. But today it was like, dude, please, God, like, can we just get an out maybe? Like, get out of an inning without a run? He got shelled against the Chicago Cubs, one of the worst offenses in baseball. Yeah, it was the... Uh the curveball down the middle that everyone just seemed to fucking attack off him. Um, it was one of those games. I mean, I'm out on Mitch White. I don't think I was ever in. He had a sick nickname for a couple uh, <laughs> for a couple weeks. Mega um, Meet Mitch. Mega Meet Mitch. Well, rest in peace to Mega Meet Mitch. Maybe he'll be back next start, but he's, he's not really missing many barrels right now. It's tough to watch. But it's better than throwing balls, you say Kikuchi, I guess. Um, They're kind of the same. They are kind of the same. I agree, actually. I hate to say it. Like, for him, I I thought he kind of got fucked in the Angels start by the defense in here. I said that, too. I thought, I listen, I I was all, I was like, all right, he's getting fucked here a little bit. Like, he's getting squeezed by the defense. Yeah, and today, you you can't make excuses for a bad outing like that. I I don't want to do that. I got nothing for me, uh, Mega Meat Mitch. I'm done. I'm all out on it. And I want to speak in JR. Yeah, I'm, I'm all out on. I'm all out on. Uh, he could be good, guys. Yeah, he could be on. good. He could be good, guys. Anyone know where Nate is? <laughs> I mean, Nate Pier- I'd rather watch Nate Pearson pitch than. Oh, me too. I can't wait till but... he gets back because he is electric. I and I had I, not I... went when we saw that video of JR or that 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 listener made. That was an awesome video. It was awesome to see Nate Pearson pitch. I, I haven't seen that in forever. Like a hundred at the knees. Yeah. And by the way, it was Marcus J. Cope again. Uh, I got to give him a shout out, obviously. But um, yeah, man, uh, Nate Pearson's electric. I hate, hate him or love him or whatever with the injury stuff. He's fucking awesome. He is awesome. And when he is carving, listen, I know what people uh, last year, remember that game against the athletics, you know, who came into that game and shut the fucking door was Nate Pearson, who threw 102, because I was at that game. I stayed when they came down, and my buddy left, uh, Grant, and uh, I was like, all right, I'm staying here, I guess, whatever. Nate And the Jays scored eight, I believe it was, something along those lines to come back, and Nate Pearson was one of the guys that closed it out. Like, I think he put up a zero in, like, the eighth or the seventh to, like, uh, make the comeback happen. So, dude, he's – and Nate's the type of guy where, like, when the atmosphere is elevated, he's elevated. Like, he just he'll throw 101 or sit 100 because that outing he was sitting 100. I'm pretty sure like he was just 100, 101, 199. Like he was all around it. So he's an electric arm out of the bullpen. I that's all you can ask for. Maybe that'll take take some of the the stress off of arms like Garcia in September. Maybe like you, they can ease into it and stuff like that. But I do I am excited for a Nate Pearson appearance at Rogers. Why Center is Ricky Tiedemann not being called up? By the way. I know he's so good. I know. He's so fucking I know good. Service time bullshit. But come on, give us something next year. I'm gonna say a hot take. Next year he's opening day roster. Really? He has the stuff. That's not no doubt about that. But now they've limited his innings and stuff. 
kind of bullshit. Because they're but limiting I, him for next year. Because he's going to throw 250 innings for the Toronto Blue Jays. They're trying to do the opposite of what they did with Manoa. They're just going to let him fucking go and go and go for years. It's oh, going to be now, the Rick- because they're limiting him now. They're going to start him slow and stuff and have him ready for July or something like that. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He wins the Cy Young Award only pitching half <laughs> and of rookie year. of the year. Yes, and the rookie up. of the year. But dude, there's another thing that I want to talk about because I know we said um, that Romano hates pitching in Canada, but the no, opposite, other, other way around. Sorry, he hates pitching in America. Kevin Gossman hates pitching in Canada. This is something that was brought up to me by a, a listener. Kevin Gossman's stats on the road, 76 innings pitched, 2.01 ERA, 236 opponent average. Kevin Gossman's stats at home, 4-6, four 448 ERA, 317 opponent average. Does Kevin Gossman hate Canada? Some are starting to murmur. Maybe, maybe the the weed restrictions. Maybe when they're going to the U.S., they can't smoke as much. <laughs> so he's so he's pitching uh, significantly better. Um, yes, those stats are true. But a nice little wrinkle is Kevin Gosman has the best FIP in all of baseball. There it is. Mark it down. So for starters, um, over a certain amount of innings qualified, but Kevin Gosman is up there with some of the best feeling and independent pitching so we can talk about hey you get unlucky for the whole average thing and batting average against if he runs a high babip at home would be bad but fip is a good indicator of how well you've pitched and kevin Gosman having the lowest fip in all of baseball as a starter is is incredible yep yep he so is he's been he's been being awesome. unlucky it's too bad but um i'm going to look at some of these some of these guys here it is crazy. I mean, 201 on the road is absurd <laughs> for an ERA on the road. Now, how, part of me is hoping like the Jays hey, don't get a home game in the playoffs. Listen, Maybe listen to the listen to the top 10 fifth leaders in baseball. I'll go from 10 to 1. Okay, it goes 10 is Dylan Cease, 9 Zach Wheeler, 8 Sandy Alcantara, 7 Shane Bieber, Aaron Nola, Justin Verlander, Shane McClanahan, Max Fried, Carlos Rodon, and Kevin Gosman has the best FIP in all of baseball wow. by, by almost 20 points. Avery Banger, what a stat. Attaboy, K-Goss. That is all time. He's been really, really fucking good. Holy shit. Kevin Gossman forever. That is wild, man. So, the FIP King. The FIP King. Instead of fat, 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 like when you're stroking it, FIP, FIP, FIP. <laughs> the picture of Kevin Gossman. Uh, <laughs> the FIP King. And, yeah, the FIP King. That's what he's called. That's the self-proclaimed nickname for Kevin Gossman that we made. What's his nickname on MLB.com? Let me search it. Let me search it. Um, probably Cheech and Chong. Gossy. Terrible. I'm not even going it, to. It's the FIP King. It's the, yeah, it's the FIP King. That's his new nickname. So we'll put yeah, a crown on his head, put FIP on it. FIP King. Maybe that, yeah. The, he. That's just awesome, actually. That's, that's a crazy list. <laughs> like, I mean, it's all the best pitchers in baseball are there. It is. Ben Verlander shook that uh, Gossman's ahead of his brother that he always tweets about. Um, he's shook about that. But, um, yeah, uh, Kevin Gossman's been awesome. I mean, recently he's been awesome as well. So it's just the oh boys have God. been pleasant. Okay, this is another thing why Kevin Gossman's ERA is high. He runs the highest batting average on balls of play against in baseball. Wow. At 371. Players on this list... He's number one, Jordan Lyles, Jose Barrios. Wow, Jose Barrios is three, but that's because he stinks. Madison Baumgartner, <laughs> Kyle Freeland, Dane Dunning, Corey Kluber, Sean Manaya, Herman Marquez, Frankie Montas. So running a high Babbitt means uh, every time a ball goes in play, um, obviously you get on at that rate, and that's just like an unlucky thing. Think about when they hit balls other way of the shift. I mean, it's 100% on that, so that's just really – that's a really high number. If that was, if a batter was running that high of a BABIP, I would say they're going to regress at some point. Cause you can't sustain that number all year long. A lot of weird stats with uh, Gossman a lot. Like he's been one of the weird guys like him and Matty chopsticks, Matty chopsticks stats and his baseball savant page has been off the wall. Like he's been absurd. Like his hard hit ball every single time. And I, and on that game, they were struggling on Monday. Chapman hit a ball to third that looked like it was 115 and just picked up. Like, I love Matt Chapman, by the way. 
I fucking love well, Give him, him, him talking to Bo. What do you think they're talking about? I, mean, I think, and listen, I'm going to sound smart here. I think he was looking at Bo and saying, figure it the fuck out. Like, I can't watch this shit from third anymore. I will take your motherfucking job at short, and we're going to have Espinal play third because I can't watch this motherfucking 17 errors a week bullshit. That's what he's saying to him. But I do love Matt Chapman for obviously never giving up on your teammates. Oh, he loves to hit in Canada. Matt Chapman does. He has a uh, he has an ISO of 282, so that's isolated slugging at home, and his ISO is 168 on the road. Way to runs created a plus of 151 at home, and a way to runs created a plus of 95 on the road. So he's wow. below league average on the road, and like 51 points higher than league average uh, at home. Good for him. Good for Matty Chopsticks, man. Canadian kid. Yes, one of our own. Where do you? Th- he's probably from Oakville. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he's an Oakville guy. Yeah. Maybe London, maybe a London, like a little bit of country, but a little bit of like hipster type of shit, the way he dresses, maybe. Yeah, yeah, a little money stuff. Yeah, that's definitely where Matty Chopsticks is from. He's a London kid for sure. No doubt in my mind. I love Matty Chopsticks, though, man. He's been awesome. He really has been. He's like his second half. Remember, Jared's talking about, um, well, Jared didn't talk about it. Matt Chapman talked about how he was so disappointed in himself in the first half that he was ready to have a big second half. He has a uh, yeah, weighted runs created plus of one fifty nine in the second half. Wow, fucking right, Matty Chopsticks. Matty Chopsticks, fucking forever. This isn't even the best part of his game, which is nuts. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, where's that video? <laughs> this is the new Teoscar Hernandez home run song. I will not be posting a picture of Teoscar anymore when he hits a home run. It will just be that video. What, if you, what, what prompted that? That's his, like, that's the chant that the crowd makes when Teoscar is up to play. It's like, everybody say, well, and then I just saw that video and I was like, this is, this is meant to be, this is yeah. the new Teoscar sound, the sound, the song of the summer. So oh, shout yeah. out Teoscar. And shout out whoever made that song and that girl who is, I'm assuming something's wrong with her, but that's <laughs> fine. That's Uh-oh. such an old video. What year was that um, posted oh, on YouTube? God, uh, two, eight years ago. Those who get it, get it. Plain and simple. Those who understand it, understand it, folks. That video is all time, though. It really is. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. it's That's like OG YouTube shit. Too. Yeah, that is OG YouTube shit. Um, Yeah, I guess we can... Let, let, let's talk about the next series or i guess yeah the pirate series coming up oh this, there's a big game on friday by the way best field in baseball by the way before we go yeah. into that awesome. best field in baseball so sick easily so if so, you're listening to this podcast you're going there i actually appreciate a decent amount of listeners actually sent, said they're going there send us a pick i'm so I jealous I, dude the sunsets there are beautiful like the city in the background the bridges it's a sick place but the backyard brawl between Pitt and west virginia is happening in Pittsburgh on Thursday. And then Alec Manoa is throwing a West Virginia alum against the Pittsburgh Pirates on Friday. So I think a lot of people will go to watch that shit. It's Manoa strikeouts for your rent. That's what it is. It's it's Manoa strikeouts. The guy hates Pittsburgh, right? He hates Pitt. Eat That's shit what- Pitt is what West Virginia, they would sing Sweet Caroline instead of bump up. They said eat shit Pitt. So that's what Alec Manoa is going to sing. All time. All time. You love to see it. So now we're going to recap the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates series. Um, Tyler Beatty. Preview. Front of the fi- preview, sorry. Yep. Tyler Beatty, uh, front of the official official podcast, going up against Alec Manoa on Friday. Stripling versus Contreras on Saturday. This Contreras guy. Rowanzi Contreras is so fucking sick. It, it He's disgusting. Like that, like chalk that one up as an L. I'm sorry. That like. That kid is a fucking menace to society. He's a he is a problem and is someone I like to gamble on a lot. What he is going to do to the Toronto Blue Jays on Saturday is criminal. With all due respect, he is he's fucked. Tyler Beatty, former Blue Jays draft pick. Yeah, first rounder. He actually talked about it on the podcast. Uh JP Ricciardi was the uh GM. Mm, you must have loved JP, good Italian man, eh? Yeah, yeah. Good Italian man. Uh yeah, he shortchanged uh Beatty with the signing deal. He went back to Vandy, carved, and then went first round again. So um that's big dick in him, too. That that's is so big good. dick in him. Going first first round again. So yeah. He does have a one five two whip though. So I think Yeah, he's been struggling a little bit. But 
it's not skewed because he was a reliever. They're like they're transitioning yeah, yeah. him into a starter. So that's nice. but that's, that's what's happening. But I, th- I think they stand no chance on Friday. No. With the done. amount of people that are going to be there. And Bradley Zimmer is going to be back. Yes. Yes. Why didn't we talk about that? Um, Bradley Zimmer. I made a TikTok about it. 40,000 views. Is that good? You tell me. Bradley Zimmer is fucking back. Two and one in the Bradley Zimmer era. What a, in all seriousness, what the fuck are the Jays doing <laughs> with that? Um, uh, I thought, so I thought it meant that Teoscar was going to be going on the IL with that foot injury. Same. That's exactly what I thought. So it was, um, I, yeah, I have no clue. As if we don't have anyone in the minors better than Bradley Zimmer that we can call up as a September call. Bradley, the September call-up rule was not made for Bradley Zimmer. It was made for Ricky Tiedemann. Yes. Fucking read the room. But that's who uh, they call up. Atkins. Listen, I, I'm a Bradley Zimmer guy. All right. We all know that. There's a lot of jokes about me. We all are. Hard. We all are. Yeah, we all are. But this outfield has Lourdes, Tay Oscar, Jackie Bradley, George Zimmer, uh, or George, George, George Springer, George Springer, Kevin Biggio plays out there with Merrifield. That is six fucking outfielders. Six. And do, do you think Bo could play center field? No chance. Why? You think Bo Bichette could play center field? Yeah. How many? It's not a ground ball. So I had, it was like Tatis when he played outfield. Um, I had a huge one of my biggest arguments I've ever had with Jer was Trevor Story to pl- play center field. He's like, he can't do it. I said, what? Why can't he do That's it? That's the easier thing to go to, though, is from uh, infield outfield. Have so at a high level of baseball, have you ever played with a shortstop that you think is not athletic enough to play center field as well? Not really. That's what I said to Jer, and he fucking like. He's like, well, no, you're wrong. Well, Jared also didn't want Manoa called up last year. He did. That was also true. But I think any shortstop, if you can play major league shortstop well and you're athletic enough to play major league shortstop, you can just play outfield. But besides the fact, that is seven outfielders. Seven on the Toronto Blue Jays now. Well, let's You know what? Let's bring the whole gang back. Let's call fucking Zach Collins back up. Why we not? Um, DeAndre Navarro back. Oh, my God. That guy is a legend. No, I like just didn't. he was Alejandro Kirk before Alejandro Kirk. Yeah, a less athletic version of Kirk. DJ Ryan, man, lefty in the pen. It's just, yeah, like, can we bring back, like, let's bring up Collins. Let's just have fucking a million bats and no bullpen help. Fuck it. Who cares? Who cares? That's what I want. I want Zach Collins back ASAP. Jay's not been the same since he got sent down. He's down. Yeah, he's in AAA. He had a Grand Slam uh, two days ago. Congrats. Yesterday, okay. maybe, actually, I saw. But, um, yeah, bring back Zach. Fuck it. Bring back Zach Collins. Gabriel Moreno should be called up at some point. I don't. Why were you using a, oh, my <laughs> God, a roster spot on Bradley Zimmer besides he, like, just he's a good locker room guy? Doesn't make much sense to me. He's a great but locker cares? room guy. Who cares? Great locker room guy. The band's back together. That's what I, That's all I know. The ground the band is back together, folks. So buckle up for Bradley Zimmer season because it's it's upon us here in the fall. Legitimately, do you think he gets an at bat this month? No, no chance. Maybe in like a, a 10 run game, maybe will that be a possibility? You think? Yep. Yep, I think so. In a 10 run game, Bradley Zimmer is getting ABs. That's just there's no beating around the bush with that. <laughs> he's, he's getting at bat. Maybe pitch. Can we get Bradley Zimmer to pitch in a blowout? Okay. I think he. He's probably got a good arm. That would be awesome. I miss the days awesome. when they let the uh, position players pitch, but they let them throw hard as fuck. Now yeah, they just don't. Because I think because Jake Hager told me um, when the Diamondbacks told him to pitch, they said don't throw anything above like fifty, like lob it. Yeah, it was the Ryan Gones effect. Yeah, went on the Ryan IL that Canada get Canada Day eighteen inning game. What a legend Ryan Gones is. But uh, who's yeah. pitching Sunday? Do you know? Did, There's do you not. Know? It's not announced yet. But it's probably going to be whoever pitched on Tuesday. So Gossman. Nice. So Gossman. So I honestly, go. if we weren't doing stuff this weekend, this would be a must. Well, I'd go to the series. I was like, thinking that yeah. I I would have gone too. It's like yeah. six hour drive. Four like, hours. Four. Really? Yeah. 
hell yeah um yeah no it's a it's an awesome spot to go to yeah so uh i'm gonna say the jays win at 2-1 i'm gonna say they lose saturday against Contreras. he is fucked he is so goddamn good the jays lose that game plain and simple there's no beating around the bush there they lose that game um there so i'm in a fantasy football chat with guys that i don't know and one guy said he saw you at the Jays game on Sunday. I don't know how gate 14 got brought up, but it is being talked about right now. Okay. Tell him hi. Yeah. Um, it is funny. Uh, so if you are that, listen, I didn't catch your name, but if you are that Asian lady that saw me beside the field and said, Johnny, I love the podcast. Thank you. That was very kind. Um, I was in a weird, I was trying to get Tuck to come down they had a birthday, so we couldn't come out, but um, thank you. And I also met memes as well, but oh. I think we talked about that. No, Did no, we, we didn't. No, I, I met memes. Yeah, I met Alejandro Kirk memes all the time. One of the tallest dudes ever, just alpha, uh, alpha the fuck out of me, way taller than I am. And uh, yeah, I got to get some sort of platforms in my shoes. I got to figure something out with that. You're not okay. a short guy, though. I don't know. A lot of people would say different, but yeah. How, how, you're 5'10's good height, right? Yeah. Am I a tall king? Uh, everyone listening, am I a tall king or a short king? Answer in the comment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, memes is all time. And he's exactly how you would expect him to be. Like him and his girlfriend had Alejandro Kirk jerseys on. Um, It's just he he's he's interchangeable. He's the goat of memes. He really is. We say it every podcast, but he is. So 0-7 lifetime at Jay's games, by the way, whatever. Um, oh, yeah. That. <laughs> that. Dude, and he lives in BC, so you're not taking the go train to a game. You're flying, or you're driving across the country, over the border. Yeah, and it's, staying. It's a, it's an it's an impressive run. It's like a Cal Ripken Ironman streak run. It's memes, all time memes. We love you. Stay the fuck away from this team. Yeah, I love you, memes, but maybe we got. I don't know. Maybe a game that's meaningless. Once the Jays clinch, you can drive down here, fly down here, fly on our dime. But uh, yeah, it is all time. What do you think? Uh, what do you think Jr. is doing right now? Uh, it's eight eleven there. You think he's had a couple of drinks with uh, his coworkers or what? No, no, I don't think so. Um, I think he's probably he's Jr.'s a hardo, so he's probably working out right now. Eight o'clock. He uh, did yeah. say he went to. Uh, I mean, all the restaurants you could go to in Los Angeles. Guess where Jeremy Roach went to dinner last night um he said he did sit down so it's a restaurant nobu is that in california jeremy roach went to uh buffalo wild wings oh my fucking god that's the most jeremy roach thing of all time he went to buffalo wild wings that's uh it, not that's, in and out i know in and out's overrated but not in and out we went to in and out when we were there in january I think it was a little. Overrated. So he's he, he had. Are you of are you a Whataburger guy or In and Out? Neither, to be honest. I like Qdoba, Chipotle, um, Chipotle. Oh my god, that was so good on the weekend too. Raising Canes. Canes Fuck. is gas. Yeah, um, I love all of it. To be honest, Chick Fil A. Uh, we used to go on heaters and Juco. We used to just have so much shit, but um, yeah, it is. Uh, it like the US is so much better for food than Canada. It's not even close. Yeah. And so if you're a Juco guy listening to this, by the way, Shout how's Hell Week? How's Hell Week going right now? Cause this time last year, I think we did, or when I was in Juco, sorry, not last year, we had to do the mile run under like five minutes or five and a half minutes. I obviously didn't do it. I I, uh, I was weightlifting guy. I would lift the most, second or third most on the team. I would be terrible at cardio. So Humble brag, but how's how we going? Let us know in the DMs, uh, Juco guys. How's how how's how we going wherever the fuck you guys are at? Because we need to know. I need to tap in with you fellas. And the I, D1 guys, fuck you. Yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying individuals. I'm sure it's, it's a great yeah. time. <laughs> Seriously, you motherfuckers. Congrats. You guys did it. But um, yeah, Juco's the Juco forever. So. I could never. Oh, my. You need to see this picture of the Laurentian baseball team I'm going to send you. They. um. <laughs> So there's a lake on campus and they were doing like Navy SEAL sit-ups in the fucking lake. That's the most hardo sickening shit ever. Jesus Christ. Check, That's the worst. Check your uh check your <laughs> Insta right now. 
It is unbelievable. And that is why Jeremy Roach quit the team four separate times. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Everyone go to LU Voyager Baseball on Insta and comment Hardo. No, don't do that. <laughs> that is no way. Yeah. Is this coach serious? <laughs> it's yeah, no, that's that is that not, is that's crazy. a full baseball team. There's like 12 people there as well. That coach should be locked up. I'm sorry. That <laughs> Curb's a good guy. That coach oh, he should be locked up. That's crazy. So what the fuck? I can't believe I just watched that. That's crazy. But yeah. So I, I'm gonna say two one Jays. What are you saying? Sweet. Wow. You said Contreras, tough. Well, Ronzi's going to no hit them, but they have him on an innings limit. So he'll go 8 0 0 game, and then we score one. Okay. That's fair. That's fair play. That's fair play. But no, I love watching games at Pittsburgh. We have like a 12 30 game on Sunday, and then six o'clock starts. So just be weary of that. Happy yeah. uh, Labor Day weekend, by the way, to people. Yeah. Happy Labor Day weekend, everyone. Seriously. Yeah, I fucking love this that. weekend, man. It's a great weekend. You got five days of college football. You got going into the NFL season. I think the first Thursday is next week, right? Thursday night football. So everything's back. Everything is back. So, yeah. And obviously, we'll end up with this. We won't be dropping an episode until the Tuesday of next week. Okay, everyone? Do they have a day off, too? So it might be perfect. No, because their day off tomorrow, I think. They are... Yeah, they play Monday. You're right. Whoa, double header Monday, 105 and 435. So yeah, we'll record after that. Yeah. All right, guys. So yeah, we'll record after that. Um, thank you guys as always for listening to the pod, running up the numbers, keeping us on top of the charts or high on the charts. Um, gate 14 of the moon. Have a great Labor Day. Drink responsibly. Uh, I want to be a parent here. If you're drinking, don't get behind the fucking wheel and be a piece of shit this weekend. Don't be a loser. If you drink oh, yeah. and drive, you're the biggest fucking bum on the planet. I'm going to say it. You're a loser. So don't do that. Uh, keep keep running up the numbers for the boys. Stay tuned for the thick Jesus shirts. I'm hoping we can drop them Monday night because that would be dynamite. Um, don't worry about DMing us the sizes. JR has it all figured out now. Just purchase it. It's going to be cheap. We don't make money on it. Run up the numbers on it. Tell your fucking kids about it. Tell everyone about it. Let's go gate 14 of the moon. Let's have a great weekend, everyone.